It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. So the first thing you want to think about is you hold the liquor from the neck like this, right? And imagine my thumb is the spout. Yeah. You want to imagine you're wearing a watch. So the first thing you want to do is check the time. Interesting. Okay, that's cool. And when you check the time, the bottle is at 90 degrees. You're having a perfect airflow and you're having a clean, strong flow. Okay. And then to stop the to stop the flow, which is going at a quarter of an ounce a second, usually that's how most American bartenders are, you give it a little pop like that. And that nice. little pop makes a bubble go up. And as that right as that bubble stops the liquor flow, you make a J movement or you turn the key and you... Pull the bottle up. Now, is this something that you learned from a previous bartender? Did I you learned have this at the Cheesecake video? Factory. Nice. Yeah, yeah, a bartender taught me you practice your pours constantly. All right, do do an ounce and a quarter. One, two, three, four, five. Cool. Te- measure it. Nice. Do it again. One, two, three, four, five. Measure it. Do it again. And hours and hours. Practice and practice and practice. I did that for so long. So many bottles of water. What I really like about bartending, and it's really cool that you're dissecting all the mm-hmm. terminology and like all the small nuances that uh, a muggle like me <laughs> wouldn't really understand, is how aesthetically pleasing it is to the eye. Oh, for sure. And there's times to be pretty and like, you know, hold the bottle like half at 45. You want to do just like a slow pour. You want to do, it's a syrup, so you don't hold it quite right. Uh-huh. But generally speaking, if you're, if you're pouring drinks and you're making it, you're making them fast you know you're making long islands and vodka this and gin and that uh you gotta you gotta be good at it you gotta be you know i'm very hard on bartenders that's why i generally order beer Uh (laughs) uh-huh because you you hate being in that mindset where you're critical yeah and like you can't really fuck up a beer unless you bring the wrong beer and even then i'm and even then i'll be like whatever it's a beer you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. uh can't really be and then then the only other thing i'll I'll do like vodka sprite vodka soda every once in a while Uh but like vodka sprite is generally the 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 fan unless i'm going to like a fancy restaurant and they make this specialty drink oh we make a smoked manhattan then i'll be like all right give me the fucking smoked manhattan go check out but generally uh yeah if i'm going to a dive bar uh give me the mgd or fucking that's interesting Uh, i I like hearing like otis has something similar like Mm -hmm. He'll have his like shitty drink that he just gets at like concerts or dive bars. He sure. calls it a, a seven and seven, yep, seven up yep. with a Seagrams. Yep. Um, and like hearing very what he would get uh, at a at a nice. But then you place. go to like a really nice like classy bar and you're like, you know what? Let me have that forty five year old Nika coffee whiskey from Japan. Oh, Nika, bro, is so good. Mm. Uh, Habiki, have you had Habiki before? Yeah, I, I had I, I had one of the last bottles of the ten year before the Centauri before they stopped uh, shipping Damn, it out. Damn, dude, yeah. That was that was a great thing about being a bartender. But you know what, Christian? What's up? This is not a bartending podcast. And as much as I'd like it to be a bartending podcast, potentially temporarily, in the future, yeah, maybe. we could. Um, then maybe we'll branch a, out. Yeah, maybe. But this is a podcast about movies. movies. You know what movie would be a good bartending movie podcast podcast crossover what cocktail with tom cruise that movie sucks is he a bartender in uh that? yeah he's a great bartender in that but then it turns into like a murder mystery about halfway through dude and he Hollywood moves to jamaica and it's uh it's a crazy movie wow you should check it out okay that um, sounds like our kind of film literally the first 45 minutes is the best and then you can turn it off mm-hmm. you know not only is this an episode about movies, it but is. this is an episode about Valentine's Day. Oh, that's Day. right. It is a holidays today. That's why I'm so yeah. drunk on liquor. That's what it is. And I'm, I'm drunk my, off of love. And I'm drunk off of liquor because I am sad because this is my favorite holiday. 
Wow, is it really? No, it's not. I thought Christmas was your favorite yeah, Christmas holiday. Christmas is my favorite holiday. Valentine's Day is a. I did actually really enjoy Valentine's Day. Uh, yeah. You know, when I was younger and a kid in like school, because you get candy and you like tell the crush you like her and shit like that. Oh my god! It never gosh. ever worked out for me though. So as an adult, once I became an adult and started like dating girls, I was like, yeah, we're not doing anything. You don't want to do anything? Cool, because I don't. We're good. Uh huh. Well, you know, it didn't work out for me as a kid, and it still didn't work out for me partially for my adult oh. life. It was very hard for me to find a Valentine. I but I it, that is so nostalgic. Like, hey, I'll be your Valentine this year, buddy. Hey, dude. Uh, well, Melissa already has that spot, but what? you, you could be my little side piece, Valentine. Okay. You you fine with that? Yeah. Yeah, I'll be your side piece too. Happy Valentine, buddy. Happy Valentine's Day. Stop buddy. kissing me, Otis. Otis, you're not anyone's Valentine. It's not your day. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, you could have us on the fifteenth. Um, happy February, everyone. Welcome, 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 everybody. Yeah, welcome and to I'm another very episode. Happy. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, lovebirds, you guys are probably out and about driving to very scenic locations. Yeah. A grizzly peak. Grizzly. Uh, Vista Point. Twin Peaks. Uh, oh, <laughs> wait. Probably murdering someone at Twin Peaks. Yeah. Uh, but you know what, guys? Wherever you're doing it, you're probably doing it in love. Yeah. And we only ask that on your long commutes to these scenic locations that... You, you turn to your lover. Yeah. You look him or her in the eye and you say, baby... I love ICBTB podcast. So Let's play one now. So get your wet lips off of me and get that aux cord up in that phone. Open up Google, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts and let's play this this fantastic podcast. Valentine's Day themed podcast. And if your boyfriend or girlfriend is trying to fucking smook or suck on you without playing the podcast, push her away. Or push him away by the shoulders and say, no, 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 no. You know what gets me in the mood, baby? What? I see BTB podcast. I hope you guys remembered all of that because it's happening now. Yep. Um, we are actually reviewing a movie uh, and this might come as a shock to you. Yeah. Um, uh, this movie is called Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. It's uh, part of the Gary Marshall trilogy of random holidays yeah it's a shared universe as we've discussed in previous episodes but i'm not sure how this one fits in because ashton kutcher's in this one too yeah and he's trying a hell of a lot harder than he was and in new year's eve didn't new year's eve take place before this or it was made before this right no it was made afterwards okay so is ashton kutcher heartbroken in new year's eve from this relationship probably spoilers if we're gonna connect it that's why in all of new year's eve he's, he's in pjs dude but yeah. he's in like chicago but he's yeah he's moving around the place. Um, here he's in Chicago. Where no, here this one's L.A. This one's like very iconically L.A. And mm -hmm. they are <laughs> traveling all across L.A. in like five minutes. There yeah, is dude. no traffic. This is one day. Um, but we'll get into it. We'll Shall jump we straight into it. Jump into it uh, with both feet. This movie is called Valentine's Day. It was directed by the great Gary Marshall. Uh, it is rated PG thirteen and has a runtime of two hours and five minutes or four. Those called Melissa. Uh-huh. 125 minutes. Wow. Thank you. Thank She's you, thank very you. appreciative that you translate. I'm glad. In the beginning, she didn't like it. No, she was um, upset, but now she's happy. 5.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Okay. It's got an 18% on the Rotten Tomatoes and a 34% on Metacritic. Very, very low stuff, man. You want to guess what percentage of Google users, my friend? Um, I was going to give it a 90%, but I'm dumbing it down to an 80% because of... Taylor Lautner and Taylor Swift. And we'll jump into it. We'll I have so many actors that we should be talking about, but yes. uh, it had an 86% on Google. Okay, so, so right, right in the, the middle. middle. Yeah. Oh, Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Okay, I'll get you some. 
In a series of interconnected stories, various Los Angeles residents wind their way through the highs and lows of love during a single day. As the holiday unfolds, they experience first dates, long-time commitments, youthful crushes, and connections to old flames. Had a budget of $52 million. Uh, Christian, would you like to guess the budget of this movie, Valentine's Day? Um, I believe it's uh, box office. At the box office, it made $150 million. I think it tripled. I think this was fairly popular. Interesting. That's a, a, I like how you back up your guesses now. We've been playing this game long enough yeah. where you kind of understand how you know, it, it works out. Uh, you're way off, though. Way off? Uh, it made $216.5 million. Quadrupled, dude. I mean, <laughs> people will argue. A, a mega hit, bro. I mean, yeah. people saw. I, I, I want to be honest. I've seen this movie a million times uh, and not even close to Valentine's You've Day. You've been talking I just about love this, this movie. for a long time. Me even and my prior brother... to us having this movie podcast, <laughs> you'd be like, dude, you got to check Valentine's out Day? Valentine's Day. Yeah. Dude, and here we are, finally tackling your favorite Gary Marshall film. It's because everybody's in it, guys. Let me find a list of actors who are in it, because this will take the rest of the podcast. And buckle up, baddies, because there are like 50 notable actors in this fucking thing that we call Valentine's Day. From the top, Jessica Alba, Kathy Bates, Jessica Biel, Bradley Cooper, Eric Dane, Patrick Dempsey, Jamie Foxx, Jennifer Garner, Topher Grace, Anne Hathaway, Hector Elizondo, Carter Jenkins, Ashton Kutcher, Queen Latifah, Taylor Lautner, George Lopez, Shirley MacLaine, Emma Roberts, Julia Roberts, and Taylor Swizzle, the love of my life. The um, love of your life, dude. I was thinking to myself, she's, no wonder what? Alejandro really you likes this the, film. I didn't even like Taylor Swift back then when this movie came oh, out. Oh, this is around just, the time I that she was- when she was still like country girl. And Dude, like, I love country girl Tay Tay. Um, yeah, you know what? She's cool. Uh, I did think she was very funny in this film, though. She was she interesting. Is, she is doing a a character right that's not a guy i don't I know dude Ugh. i can't tell that's if it's bad acting or if it's great really acting great i think acting. it's great acting like bro. did she method act did she visit well, a high school did you see and i bet you you didn't because you're what? a fucking uncultured piece of shit that, those are heavy words we are being very cordial this entire episode well, let until me ask that. the question then ask it dude did you watch the taylor swift documentary on netflix no see, man uncultured that's piece uncultured of shit, bro. i'm watching more cultured she things is Gorgeous, smart, and an incredibly talented woman I believe on multiple it. levels. But I also believe that she is very a narcissistic, <laughs> very sensitive, because she's making hits after hits after every time she's gotten heartbroken. I don't know. If I if I was She was able, dating Taylor Lautner at the time in this movie. I can imagine. The they were making out hard and it didn't seem like acting there. Ugh, that wasn't acting. Taylor Lautner's a He's a weird Handsome dude man. to me. He, really? Uh, well he's a shark boy. He always looks like he's looking into the sun. That's how I look. No, really? I think you I just look like look... Taylor Lawn. I think I look like Taylor Lawn. No, I think I look dude. exactly like If no. I got a tan. No. Oh, come on. I hate every single time we talk about a handsome actor. You what? have to say like, hey, uh, I've heard before that I look like this guy. I'm being honest. Dude, when we had Chris, uh, when we had Chris Perry on here, uh -huh. you were telling this story about like, People said we looked alike. I don't know, man. <laughs> but you know you were trying to reap I, the rewards of looking know. like him. I don't him. know. Anyways, um... So Taylor Swift and Taylor Lautner are in this movie. Fucking crazy. They were She's she's acting. She's yeah. cuz she's being uh, she's acting. Yeah, she was being very over the top. I think she knew what she was doing. But those were the cringiest moments of the movie. I did overall really enjoy this film much more than I enjoyed New Year's Eve. Oh yeah. This this way hit, more entertaining. And like yeah. half of the actors are um, also in this one. Wasn't Jessica Biel? Yeah, Jessica Biel was the pregnant lady in New Year's Eve. 
And, dude, Jessica Biel looks good. Can I say, real quick, uh-huh. the bone structure and every single feature of Jessica Biel is just schmacking. Schmacking. I've, I've come up with a new group of people that are fans and lovers of Jessica Biel. I'm going Believers. to create a Facebook group. Yeah. Jessica Believers. <laughs> is that a thing? I'll join D- it. Did I not make it? No, you made it. Okay. Um should we break down each relationship and then just go that way, or do we want to talk about certain scenes? How do you want to do this? I think we should go the relationship way. Okay. This is going to be quite a challenge to kind of stay uh, on, on track, because there are so many relationships. And they're so intertwined, too. Like, suddenly, like, oh, wait, that's so-and-so's brother, and yeah. that's his, like, little sister, yeah. and also that's his babysitter? I'm pretty sure when Gary Marshall was creating this movie, he kind of had, like, a cork board similar to, like, what FBI agents have yeah. of... You know that meme from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia from the the Pepe Silva no. meme when he's in the mailroom? That's going to be the, the picture when we when we post this episode on uh-huh. Instagram. I'll send you that meme. And it'll Please. just be Gary Marshall writing this film. <laughs> but it's like that? Yeah, exactly. Um, is it? I don't know. What I was picturing was a bunch of like yarn and connected from like Julia Roberts to Bradley Cooper to fucking uh, the little kid named Edison and uh, all over the place. Um, this was a doozy, but I did enjoy this doozy. That's the that's the meme I'm talking. Exactly, <laughs> exactly that. Yeah. Okay. So that's what we'll use. Perfect. Um, so Ashton Kutcher asks Jessica Alba to marry him, which is a huge mistake right off the bat. You I can am feel it. Not a fan of Jessica Alba. She is not somebody I'm a fan of. Okay. Many times we brought up on this podcast that you're not a fan of her. Do you want to dive deeper into that, or just let the audience go on without any exposition? They know why, and she knows why. She knows why. Anyways, but she looks so good, man. She does look. She looks like a snack. I did not like it. I will say, though. Oh, my gosh. I will say, though. Say it. Ashton Kutcher deserves way better than you Jessica think so? Alba. She, oh, yeah. In this she film. treated him so bad. She was terrible. We're talking about relationships here, bro. Let's go into the, Because Ashton Kutcher seems like a cool guy. He's he's very running this floral shop at a very young age. He's maybe in his mid-20s, early 30s. Yeah. And runs the show. Uh, he's clearly the business owner there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is good- with talking, he's good with kids. Who wouldn't want to be with Ashton yeah. Kutcher? You know, all of the girls that worked at the bouquet shop wanted to get with him bad. Or at least, like, marry him. Yeah, at least that, in a very romantic sense. <laughs> in yeah. the least amount, like, just marry him. He was every every uh, girl's dream guy. And know? every guy's dream guy. Because every guy's dream guy? Yeah. You like Ashton Kutcher that much? You know, he's my second favorite man on this planet. Wow, you want some of that Ashton Kutcher? That's an interesting <laughs> way to phrase it. But you know what? I'm not mad about it. <laughs> okay. Um, the next... Well, I, it, they are what not supposed fuck, to be dude? together. It makes me sick. It makes me physically sick that Jessica Alba treats him so badly. He... And you could feel the tension in that first scene where she's kind of... She doesn't directly say yes, it seems. She's kind of like, oh, that's so sweet. And you already kind of knew... Right when they introduce Jennifer Garner, and Jennifer Garner has her first interaction with Ashton Kutcher, you kind of know Gary Marshall planted that seed. Like these two are about to be together. Well, they're best friends. They're um, best friends because Jennifer Garner is in love with Doctor McDreamy, Patrick, Patrick Dempsey. Dempsey. Yeah, and he at first plays the coolest fucking guy ever. I knew you'd like him. Oh man, he was I, juggling oranges. He was apples. Um, he, My bad. <laughs> apples, oranges. He does it very well. Not only is he juggling three apples, he's able to take a bite while juggling in one hand and then throw one to Jennifer Gardner while oh, juggling. It is very smooth. Very smooth, very good. But then we come to find out that he is um, <clears throat> cheating on his wife mm-hmm. and his daughter 
Well, I guess he's not cheating on his daughter. He's cheating on his daughter? <laughs> he like, has another girl, another little girl daughter? that he like, hangs out with and takes her out for ice cream and shit. Hey, I know we're not related. Takes her to softball games. But I want to just dad? support Can you. Can I be your, the best dad you've ever had? No, yeah. anyways. Uh, but he's cheating on his wife of 15 years uh, with yeah. Jennifer Gardner. And he is a real sleaze about it. He, first of all, he's kind of dumb. He gets caught up because he makes the stupidest decision ever. He buys two well, bouquets. No, 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 no. Okay, here's... He's still pretty cool in this sentence, okay? Okay, let's hear it. Because, I don't know if you noticed, Gary Marshall is a master of planting seeds because he sees Ashton Kutcher on TV when he's saying goodbye to Jennifer Garner. That's where he gets the idea to go buy flowers from Ashton Kutcher. That's what it was, yeah. So he sees him and he's like, oh, flowers. Yeah, that's a good idea. I should get So that. he goes to that because the place that he sees on TV, goes to Ashton Kutcher and he goes, hey man, I got to buy two bouquets for two women. And Ashton Kutcher's like, oh, okay. Like he gets it. Like, you know, yeah. Guys, he's like, there's a florist code. The only pl- the reason why he fucked up uh-huh. was because Ashton Kutcher recognized his name on the card and the address of Jennifer Gardner. So do you think if he was a complete stranger, it would have been fine. Ashton Kutcher would have been like, okay, this guy's he, he had the affair. code, yeah, dude. Because what what the fuck does Ashton Kutcher care? I he guess just, he just sold two. But he didn't just sell one guy. Normally, you sell one bouquet per person, bro. Yeah, you know how expensive a bouquet of roses is. You're really pushing 50, expensive. 60, 75 bucks, especially if you got to ship them across the ocean. You're very experienced at this, huh? I've done it a couple of times. <laughs> okay, um, I wonder why. <laughs> anyways, uh, so he just came up, bro. He just came up. A double what? sale. A double sale? I feel like, yeah, Ashton Kutcher sale? came up on some money. But, you know. He only fucked up because he recognized the address. Yeah, he recognized the address. He knew who it was. And also, Ashton Kutcher is the most romantic guy to have ever he is, lived. And, every, and he, that's his through line. Yes. Uh, which is weird because he loses it in New Year's Eve. Uh, yeah, he's he is not about it. Deep romantic. Uh, the next relationship I'd like to speak about, since we're just going to move right along, yeah. uh, is. Anne Hathaway and Topher Grace. What an interesting... So they've been dating, what, two weeks? Like, not even. Not even. I mm-hmm. think that may have been the first night they spent together. Yeah. That's what... They made it seem like... Cause like, they, they may... Maybe they've bumped uglies before, but that was the first night that they spent together. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very... I thought it was really cute. I, I thought they had a really adorable relationship, and yeah. I think they also look really good together. They look great. I think Topher and, and Anne Hathaway make a really cute uh, couple. It was um, a good scene, too. She was taking Polaroid pictures of him. It was pretty straddling. Adorable. Maybe I just really like her, because all she was wearing was a button-up business shirt, and that's about his it. shirt. His shirt. Oh, I love that. Nothing like a lady wearing your shirt. Uh, sh- shoot, and fat Christian shirts, <laughs> like a dress. Basically, a dress that is still dragging on the floor <laughs> as they're walking, <laughs> like a hamburger, just like dragging by. Like Come here, a- little Miss Hamburger, uh, or fucking dopey from uh, the Seven Dwarves. You know how <laughs> he- like when he's on top of the other person dancing with <laughs> Nothing Snow White. Nothing fits him. Yes. Um, you know who's the weirdest one of the Seven Dwarves? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm down for this sidebar, <laughs> but let's do it. Yeah. Doc, why would you go spend all that time getting a doctor and becoming a doctor and going to school just to live with a bunch of other minors? You think he'd want to use his medicine degree for like doing stuff and helping people, but no, here he is hanging out with six horny midgets digging for diamonds. What a fucking freak. Wow, that's really interesting. Do you want to speak to Walt about this? About like how we kind of screwed up this Defrost whole... that anti-Semite. I'm just kidding. I didn't mean any of that. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, back to Valentine's Day. Anne Hathaway and Topher Grace. Uh, incredible! Wow, we did get way off topic. Way off, but um, we always come back. They, I thought they, I even like their date when they do finally go on a date, 
and like they're sitting at the dinner and like there's one couple next to them making out and the couple Ugh, next to them is I like felt so claustrophobic being a dick. they were fighting they were fighting because uh that <laughs> other couple the guy of that other couple started hitting on Anne hathaway no he, all he said was happy valentine's day and the lady was the girl that he was with was like what did you say to her he's like i said happy valentine's day she said it to me first um <laughs> Then so the Anne Hathaway's big secret. Everyone has like a secret. That's another big thing in Gary Marshall films. Yeah, everyone's he got loves a secret, that. and everyone's like there are seeds planted constantly. He is the M Night Shyamalan of romantic films. Yeah, anytime you think it's just like a, a one off note, it's not a big deal. It like ends up being like uh, that. It always comes back. Yes, uh, except for Kathy Bates. Did Kathy Bates ever come back from her like half a minute scene that she had in the beginning? She came back toward the end. Okay, I because don't remember. she worked at that uh, news station. Yeah, and so they showed her one more time trying to get Jamie Fox uh, so, on set. I bet you she only did one day of filming. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's for someone with such prestige like Kathy Bates, they barely used her. I think, and and we will get corrected by Nick Lowe after this. Um, almost eight or nine Academy Award nominated actors in this film. Wow, can you name them? Name uh, them right now. Look at the list. <laughs> look at the list as you name them. Okay. Uh, Kathy Bates. Okay. Bradley Cooper is a winning uh, uh, Academy Award winner. Nice. Patrick Dempsey, I believe, has been a nominated. Jamie Foxx is a winner as well. Uh, Jennifer Garner has been nominated. Anne Hathaway has been is a winner as well. Uh, Shirley MacLaine is a winner. Easily. Uh, I wonder if Hector Elizondo's ever won. Julia Roberts is a winner. Uh, so I'm at eight right now. I think you're good. Winners and noms. And we'll see if Nick Lowe, a.k.a. our corrections department, will shoot back some corrections regarding that. shoot back. Um, uh, But Anne Hathaway's secret is that she's a phone uh, sex operator. uh, Yeah, I didn't even know what to call it. Which isn't that big of a deal. Like, Topher Grace reacts weird to it. Like, honestly, like, that's not... I think, like, I'd be cool with a girl up to selling your pictures of your feet. Yeah. Like, I think that's even, like, I'd even be kind of cool with that. I, I, I... Remember oh, a weird conversation. I thought you said up to as up to selling pictures of her feet, as in that's where you cut it off. After that, after that's like okay, uh, not more, before that. Any more than that, I think is a little like I, I don't know. Maybe I'd be okay with my girl being like a cam girl or something, but like I, I don't know if Whoa. I'd be super comfortable with. Would that. you have to monitor it? Like no, because I wouldn't want to watch it because I uh, I'm a very jealous person. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so that wouldn't be. But like feet, I'm okay with like yeah, take pictures of your feet. Dude, like, feet or feet? Yeah, I don't even like them. So do something with it. Yeah, give them to someone you can make else. A that bunch likes them. of money selling pictures of your feet. Hell yeah, man. People like feet. If People there's are a, fucking weird. If, if there's a weird thing out there that you think someone will be sexually attracted to, it probably exists. Rule 43. Yep. Um, but yeah, she's a phone sex operator, and Topher Grace over-exaggerates, yeah, dude. He's like, oh, I'd call you, but I don't know if I can afford it. And it's like, oh, man. It's just, what a piece of shit. And she justifies it. She she has, first of all, she this has is crazy. Every reason she has $100,000 in debt. I mean, she went to art school, bro. S- yeah, <laughs> that means she went to she went to art school, which is wild. And she's like, no one's gonna hire. And she like majored in poetry, and so there's Shocker. nothing she can do to make money without exposing See, and herself. Bernie wants to give these idiots free tuition. Hey man, I don't want to talk about <laughs> politics here, dude. I don't want to. You know, we live in California, and this podcast is a lot you know of. I love f- saying the opposite. I just like making people. Yeah, upset. man, you like that shock. You like you like that it freaks me out. You would <laughs> You're stop. starting to sweat because we're starting to like we just barely dipped our tongue into the politics ice cream. Yeah, but it's just further reinforcing your behavior because you like it when I'm like, whoa, 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 wait the fuck up, dude. Um, the next relationship I'd like to speak about, okay, 
is, well, okay, real quick. So she gets mad at him and they end up not going on the date that he had planned, which was to the Hollywood Forever Cemetery to watch a movie, which is an incredible date idea. That's and a, an awesome is that a, date a real night. thing? It happens all the time. Yeah, it's a big wow. thing. It's an awesome thing. Okay. Uh, everything that happens in LA in this movie is actually a thing. Like everywhere that they went is like a big location. Like this is the most. <laughs> so Gary Marshall <laughs> like, made sure. Made a big deal. LA was like, yeah, you can film here, but you got to use all our landmarks. And Gary Marshall was like, perfect. It fits. It's great. I wanted to do that. Um, Anyways, Topher Grace is uh, sitting on the bench just with like an extra ticket, right? At the yes. Hollywood Forever Cemetery. And my favorite little back and forth of this movie is the guy he's talking to. It's another guy who's clearly been stood up or the girl left him and he's like yeah. justifying it to him. Yes. Do you remember the scene? Yeah. No, it's the fat guy. It's the fat it's guy. It's the and fat guy and he's in some sitcom that I can't uh, think of right now. It's not Ralph. He looks like Ralphie Mae, but it's not Ralphie Mae. It's May. not Ralphie um, Mae. My favorite line that he goes, he's like, uh, he's like, I just hope she forgives me because I mean like it was a small fire. It's a small dog. It was just not <laughs> yeah. a big deal. And I legitimately laughed out loud when I was like, it's a small dog. It's a small fire. There <laughs> is very little subtext. <laughs> But you understand no the situation. No context, but you know a dog died in a small fire. Oh, man. And he has no friends in this movie. He has a very small Hilarious. part of this film. But l- let's go Does with... Does he come back? Maybe he is like a seated. I think he's seated in the beginning, too. I think you see him twice. He's in a... You know how Jamie Foxx is a news anchor? He's a, yes. a journalist? Uh-huh. He interviews him for a second, and he's on TV for like two seconds That's... talking about how he's heartbroken on Valentine's Day. Dude, seeds. Yes. This is the deepest, most intricate movie we've ever seen, guys. Yes. I want to rewatch this movie now just so I can write down all of the seeds that are planted in this movie, dude. It is so... This is, and it's Avengers, always brought back. Avengers took 22 movies to plant all the seeds to make Endgame. But Gary, Gary Marshall, Marshall did it in 45 minutes. That's all he needed. Gary Marshall... We're going to tag you in this podcast. And Please if you want to be on here, we want to love you. We want to poke your brain. We, we want to just love pick your movies. at it. We love it. You, uh, everything from uh, uh, Pretty Woman to a Runaway Bride and Princess Diaries. Speaking of which, one thing I do want to ask of Gary Marshall is can you bring back Richard Gere? Because I miss Richard Gere. Your mom misses Richard Gere. And that's not even a your mom joke. No, my mom, your mom legitimately legit loves Richard Gere. Dude, my mom, <laughs> I was way too young to learn about like, how much a person really likes an actor and how physical they want to get because she was watching all these movies for, of gear she's of a gear richard gear and richard gear she's a gearhead she was a gearhead for sure and it's not like she was watching just like pg romantic films with richard he gear. gets in he gets booty ass naked in some in. of these films and i'm a child and i don't need to see this guy booty ass naked um hector elizondo yes is married to shirley mcclain mm-hmm and their relationship is also very interesting. Very interesting. It's you. You think that they have the perfect relationship. They're the from old the start. couple that have been married forever. You find out that they have been together since high school. That they've yeah. never been with anybody else. Fifty-one years to be exact. And they go through some sort of long-distance relationship. And you understand how that is. It sucks. And they, for a majority of the film, you know, they talk about their love life with their grandson Edison. Mm-hmm. They talk about it with uh, Edison's babysitter, who is yeah, be, Emma um, Roberts. Because Edison's mom is Julia Roberts, right? Which is a spoiler. Oh, but yes, but Dude, because, this is a decade old. Because, it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. But because the the seed that they lay earlier is like he doesn't want to make the Valentine's Day cards anymore, uh-huh. and like they're like, well, ever since like he doesn't do, he doesn't. He says it's only fun when his mom's around, so, and so like you think like you know she so, died or something. Yeah, um, 
Again, seeds. Seeds, bro. Seeds, bro. Uh-huh. Uh, Julia Roberts is in this film. She's on an airplane with Bradley Cooper. We'll get back to that because that is a we got to get back to so many huge things. thing. Uh, I, so Hector Lozano and Shirley MacLaine. Yep. Have a perfect relationship, or so we think. Yes. And then Shirley has this like crazy confession. Fifty-one years later, she finally sits down and confesses that once. When she was in Florida and he was away to go do work or something? She had an affair with his business partner. With his business partner, dude. I can't believe this trifling ho dude to say to bring it up this much later i but you know what though i you know what i could see it really weighing on her and like she would need to get it off her chest but yeah. like ugh. i understand how that would be like 50 years from now if your wife was like hey By me and way. alejandro touched wieners and then and you'd I'd be, be like, like no alejandro <laughs> my gosh i'd be like what the fuck ho I <laughs> it felt so unnatural to say it that. Look, it looked painful for you to say. I, I'm usually it like very it hurt you to say. Pure, yeah, like I do cuss, but I I well, can't. Hey, that'll never happen, bro. Yeah, thanks, dude. We're I, into we, different types of women. So we are, yeah. which is why. Thank you for being my best friend. It is huh. so. You hear that, everybody? I'm his best friend. No, there's listen, still Alan an order. Boo. Alan, Boo's... listen, Austin Scott. Listen, Greg Sunga. Listen, Guya. I'm his best friend no no it's not really no i wasn't cut trying to order <laughs> cut the tape we don't have a cameraman otis is asleep otis cut the tape this is this is the end of the episode he already said it no okay let me rephrase that that's gonna be the thank problem. you for being one of my best friends no too late um let's jump back into yeah, this so shirley mcclain admits that she had the affair hector is heartbroken yeah. uh, and he does what he does every year with her he goes to the hollywood forever cemetery to watch a movie and mm-hmm. then he gets to the front and that bitch at the gate won't let him in without a ticket but yep. lucky for him tover grace, grace has an extra ticket he's like yeah i, I know him this is his, his ticket and so they go in together and they end up sharing a flask and drinking a beer and they make a good that's actually a good relationship it is cool that's fun they're they're um they're bonding over heartbreak yeah and they're and they're able to see and then shirley mcclain comes into the uh i don't know if she even had before ticket. that you know what movie was playing um, some shirley mcclain yes movie. it was and so and shirley mcclain might i say is a baddie in this movie and i don't mean that in terms of our fans baddies mm-hmm. but is a baddie in really? this movie She's quite old yeah, well, no, no, in the movie, in the movie. Oh, 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 oh. Yes, like, yes, 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 yes. young Shirley MacLaine. Okay, I thought you meant like Shirley MacLaine in Valentine's, and I was like, interesting no, choice. I'm sure if I was 70, Gilf. I would think that Shirley MacLaine would be Gilf. No. <laughs> Don't say milk because she's a mother of a mother for sure. Ugh, ugh I couldn't. Even, ugh, that was gross to say. You can't do that. That was gross to say. Yeah, uh, anyways, sorry, mom. Anyways, uh, I would feel like if I had to have sex with a Gilf, I would have to oh, sed- stop saying it. Seduce her with raisinets. Uh, stop, please. <laughs> like. I'm gonna throw up. You can't use uh, stop, please. Typical aphrodisiacs. She um, needs raisinets or raisin about anything brands. else, please. Or like Vicks. She probably like gilfs out there probably get off on Julia Roberts Vicks. and Bradley Cooper on an airplane flying home. And Julia Roberts is an active duty army captain, I believe. Or icy hot. Gilfs probably stop. get off we'll on stop. icy. We're getting, we're getting back. Are you saying that gilfs use icy hot as lube? You fucking disgusting. No, bro. Back rubs, dude. Ugh. Please stop. Okay, Please. let's talk we're about Julia cut Roberts. All of that out. No, we're gonna keep it. Julia in. Julia Roberts and Bradley Coops are on a plane flying home, and Julia Roberts is playing 
a captain in the army. Yes. And I don't know if you could tell, but based on the um, ribbons that she had, or not ribbons, but based on the medal she had on her arm, she's yes. of the 501st Airborne and Combat Service. So that means she's a fucking badass. She's a fighter. She I'd be scared of her. terrorists, yeah. for sure. You could see it in her eyes. Um, but not in that haircut, because she should have had a haircut. Did not look very military she, to me. It was tied up, right? Did uh, she bring it, it down? It looked a little long. It looked a little um, unruly. Are Anyways, you judging her haircut? <laughs> I judge everything about Julia Roberts. She is such a queen. Everything should be spectacular. Oh my gosh. I don't judge queens, man. I just want to be in their presence. I want a Julia Roberts shirt. Tangent. If you could find me a Julia Roberts shirt, uh-huh. I want to wear it. Okay, done. Okay, done and done. Anyway. Done and done her. Um, she's on a plane <laughs> with Bradley Coops, and they kind of like have a cool little back and forth because, uh, yeah. you know, they're on a long flight together. They're playing backgammon. She actually falls asleep on his shoulder, uh, yes. and they start getting the talking. They talk about why they're on the plane. Exactly. And she's this like, last uh, minute. She's like, oh, you're on, it's Valentine's Day. And she's like, you flying home to somebody? He's like, well, maybe. You know, he's kind of like being aloof about it. Yeah. And, and Gary Marshall plants this seed that is so misleading. We think this entire time Bradley Coops is being a flirtatious man. Being a womanizer, trying to like... Well, he, he's actually not doing anything. Because like mm-hmm. the stewardess is like coming over and like keeps talking to him and keeps checking him. And, and they even make that joke like, oh, she looks at you every five seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like Bradley Cooper is literally like not doing anything. He's just no. like minding his own business. He's just fucking Bradley Cooper. Yeah, dude. Um, he, everyone's gravitating toward him. I would. He's a great guy and an incredible actor. And does he's my favorite guardian of the galaxy. Really? Yeah, Rocket is my favorite. Um, really? Yeah, totally. I did not know about that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Rocket's for sure my favorite. My Who do you think mine is? Uh, Chris Pratt? Probably either him or, or Batista. Oh. Uh, yeah. I can see Batista being here. My, my favorite... Real quick side tangent. My favorite line in Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, what? is when they're breaking out of prison and they're getting their clothes and Rocket grabs his clothes. He's like, what the hell? They crumpled my clothes in a ball. He's like, <laughs> they folded your guys' clothes. <laughs> well, because he's a fucking raccoon, he's a dude. Clothes. Yeah, I love that line. Anyways, um, so yeah, Bradley Cooper's just like doing this flirtation. Or, like seems like he's a quasi-flirtatious thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when they do land... Uh, he gets out and you notice that he's like very well off because he has a driver there waiting for him. He's yeah. like, oh, Mr. Willis, uh, we've been waiting. For, like, how are you? How was the flight? And he notices uh, that Julia Roberts is like arguing with like a, a car rental person. And then like, uh, she's like, whatever, fine. So she signs it and then she goes to get her bag and Bradley Cooper grabs the bag from the baggage claim before. Oh, this is so smooth. And he's like, hey, he's like, uh, you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. He's like, and he was saying he's like, like, you don't look okay. He did your thing. Yeah. He's like, are you what's okay? my thing? Were you like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm oh, fine. Oh, that like, is my thing. Really asking if someone is okay, not to just yeah, say it. Yeah. Bradley Cooper's my guy. Yeah. He was saying, uh, he was so thoughtful. He was like, you spend a, a 14 hour flight to get here on Valentine's Day. I want you to have as much time with your significant other as you can before yeah, you have to definitely. fly back. And so he uh, tells her, take my car. You don't have to get on a shuttle or a taxi or a cab, whatever. He's like, take my car and I'll take you wherever you want to go. Uh huh. And uh, so she take, gets in the limo, and even the limo driver is like, wow, he's like, you know, Mr. Willis never does this. I've been driving for him a long time. He's never done this It's before. a big deal. He must really like you. And uh, and she gets home, and we find out that she is actually the little boy's mom, which was yep. a great, like, nothing makes me fucking cry harder than when soldiers come home, bro. It's a big deal. I don't know if that's the American in me, mm-hmm. um, but, like, I could literally be torn down to shreds just yeah. watching like even like a soldier comes home and like the dog mm-hmm. like runs to him and like i just like videos of it. that oh, man videos of that i mean there is what, something at, about at sporting that. events when like when mm-hmm. the dad's in the mascot costume and the kid doesn't know oof, waterworks beautiful beautiful and especially to do that because now this is taking this movie 
especially being labeled as a Valentine's Day yeah, film, something sure. that is romantic. It, this is making it a much bigger thing. I think the through line of this movie that most people aren't going to get is what? that this movie isn't about the romanticism of Valentine's Day. No. It's about, sh- and they say this actually, it's about sharing the day with the ones that you love. Yeah. there, There's a quote here. Um, I think, I don't know who says it. Is it George Lopez that says it? Because George Lopez... <laughs> we haven't gotten to Nah, dude. All. I want to get to okay, George Lopez. Will, but the quote was something... I might be... Uh, Butcher it. Butchering it. But he says, some people um, only see love and recognize love... Uh, after. If, uh, not even after. If it's like... Uh, if it's talked about... I forget what it... I butchered it. Well, yeah, you definitely fucked that up. I, sh- I knew... As, as I was watching it, I, was, I knew <laughs> I should have written, written it down. down. You're such a dumb Let's move piece on. of shit. I'm a stupid piece of shite. Um... So, but George Lopez is in this film. Very funny comedic relief. Yeah. Uh, but he's always doing something. He's reading or fishing or like arranging flowers. He does get in a car accident by, uh, he gets hit by Eric Dane, who's yes. playing a character named Sean Jackson. Yeah, he's playing who, a football player. Who's a quarterback. It does not have the physique of a football player. No, no, no. He's very uh, he's skinny. He looks good. He's lean. I mean, he looks okay. He was, he's getting old. This is, uh, he was like doing the typical like running on the, the sand of a beach thing. Yeah, and like, yeah, and uh, even like the on the TVs are like, is he going to retire? Isn't he going to retire? Yeah. But he's essentially Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he is actually <laughs> Tom Brady in this film. This is Tom Brady. Uh, but so the, his through line is that uh, throughout the movie, him and his PR person and his agent, Queen Latifah, mm-hmm. are trying to make this big announcement that he's going to retire or not going to retire. And it's this big deal. Is he going to do it? Isn't he going to do it? And then we get to the uh, announcement, and it's not that he's going to retire. It's that he's gay. gay. What a big twist. I did not see that coming yeah. at all. And I and I do think it's funny that like the immediate next question by Jamie Foxx was like, so are you retiring? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. we don't care. But like also, it would be a big deal if there was a gay quarterback in the NFL. It's huge. Uh-huh. That Is would there be huge. not... Um, There's only ever been one openly know? gay man NFL in the player? NFL. Uh, and Do you know who it is? His last name was Cook. Um, uh-huh. he, he was a lineman. He was drafted by the Rams, and then he got cut, and then he was playing on another team, and then he got cut. Nick Lowe will look it up. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I'm right about his last name being Cook and okay. being drafted by the Rams. It was a big deal. Yeah. Um, so with the twist that he uh, is coming out as gay, that's not even the end of his storyline. There's still no. one more twist. Um, so he's, he's gay and that's the end of that. Um, let's talk about one other relationship and then we'll, we'll get back to that okay. because I want to kind of save it like they did in the film. Who, okay. Who do you want to talk about? We talked about George Lopez. Do you mm-hmm. want to talk about George Lopez a little bit more? No, we, we're, we're good. Um, it was interesting that Jessica Biel is throwing an I hate Valentine's Day party. Interesting. It I is... love the, I love the anti-party when Barney does the not a father's day uh-huh. when she's doing the, uh, not it's happy. It's absurd, val- dude. I think it's funny. I it think, is and so absurd. What's even funnier is that she's doing it in a public place in a restaurant that's also having a reception for a wedding. Yes. And so there is so much contrast. First of all, it's an Indian restaurant, and to have like an I hate Valentine's Day. In an Indian, well, yeah. Yeah, I just. I guess it wouldn't be busy. She'd be able to get as many tables as she'd like. I could be busy. I wouldn't mind. We should get Indian food. Oh, I want some chicken vindaloo. Wow, this changed <laughs> real quick. But I'd be down for some Indian food sometime. Uh, I'm, I didn't know I was into Indian food until that time we went out with Jules and all them. Oh, dude, Indian food is bomb. Howard, how did you not discover that? Not my that? type of curry. Really? Yeah, I don't like Indian curry, but, but you I like do like Vindaloo. their other... Oh, Vindaloo's so good. Uh-huh. It's like a spicy curry. You can't really taste the curry. Interesting. What kind of curry do you like? I'm Thai not curry. Gonna, okay, Thai, okay, we agree on that. Yeah. We at least agree on that. But I'm surprised to get back to the film, because <laughs> I know... I could talk about curry all day, but... It can't be that curry. <laughs> I 
Every single you time. You hate when I force it into the <laughs> title. It's so forced, dude. <laughs> it can't because be that blank. You're just replacing the last word. Um, I do want to talk about Jessica Biel. How is she not getting a lover? She, people must be throwing and flinging themselves she's, at her. She's working constantly. Ah, but still. He, she stress eats. Mm-hmm. She doesn't even have time to go to the gym. That's why she's running on that weird treadmill in her office. And she almost office falls. full of candy. Yes, right. but she's still able to keep that physique that is Jessica Biel. Um, yeah, I, it was a good, it was a good, now let's get back to Eric Dane's <laughs> twist. He's gay and all. <laughs> and you know who comes to see him? Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. This whole time we think Bradley Cooper is his ladies man, but no, he's also gay and he's gay right? with Eric Dane. Man, oh, what this a entire good looking time, gay couple. We thought he was being flirtatious with Julia Roberts, no, but you know what, what he was doing? Being nice. He was just listening very well while keeping eye contact i want to say something that's what's interesting though it's a shame that we automatically assume a man is interested in a woman when all they're doing is just listening and and it's also a shame that a man can interpret feelings from a woman just from like a single compliment you ever think about the other way how starved men are for attention that if you give a guy even like if a woman gives a man a one legitimate compliment Mm -hmm. like that can change they can suddenly just be like oh my god you're thinking about it for the rest of the day easily because i i anyways (laughs) <laughs> no, I think this is no. This is something I do want to talk about. We do like live in a generation where uh, niceness and politeness can be misconstrued sure. as flirtatiousness constantly. Mm-hmm. constantly. I I don't want to put point this out, but that happens to you quite a bit. I think a lot of women uh, interpret your your personality and how nice you are as flirting. I've seen really? it. I've seen it happen, and then I've seen it like when it like when suddenly they realize like oh shit he's not like I, I've seen women make that connection when you're not actually flirting I think that's with them. so interesting because I am just lost in yeah, oblivion yeah you're fucking oblivious yeah, yeah you're, I'm you're so oblivious and I'm just trying to be yeah. nice and I've seen uh, my girlfriend say like hit me in the arm and she's yeah. saying like why are you flirting with that girl and I'm just like I'm just trying to buy some food and see I know I know that that's you just being nice yeah but you've I, known I, me for long enough sometimes I can see like uh, sometimes when we used to go get lunch after the gym we used to go to that uh Pokey Poke place? place, yeah, uh, and there was one chick that you would talk to and like be really nice to, uh, and she would always like be nice to you back. But like I could kind of tell, like, oh, oh, she thinks Christian does. She thinks Christian isn't this nice to everybody. Really? Yeah, no, I that's tell, just how yeah. I am. Yeah, and I know that that's not how you are. And like, but you know, uh-huh. you're just too nice of a guy. How about how about with you? Because I've seen you. I guess yours is you could differentiate you being nice and you being I yeah now that I'm talking about it, mm-hmm. I have seen you be platonically nice to an individual sure. just to be nice. But then, like that one time at Coldstone that we were talking about, <laughs> I've seen you turn on the flirt switch. Yeah, where you're just where you are choosing your words wisely. Your body language is a little differently. Yeah, I don't know. With I'm me, I'm kind of a sociopath like that. I'm different for different people. You're way more calculated. Me, it's just like <laughs> I this is am. for everyone. I am a fucking damn. I'm a fucking sociopath. Uh, you're weird. I wouldn't go so far as to say that you're a sociopath, but like. You are very calculated. Like with people. Were there there are some things that you do that I like I that I get like uh-huh. that makes sense that you would talk to a person you know very nicely to get what you want. But there are some other things that I just can't wrap my head around. Like, like you'll what? fuck with a person at a party, <laughs> and it you know it's fun for you. Oh my god! You know what the best and I know you hated this it was uh, we we I, we won't use any names or anything, but we were at a friend's house and you. 
the her mom recognized you right off the bat, and like uh-huh. you hadn't seen her mom in a long time, and so you guys were catching up, and like I had never met her mom, or maybe I've met her once or twice, but it wasn't like I didn't know her at all. Yeah. So I wasn't saying anything, and you two were just catching up and hanging out and like talking for like 10, 15 minutes, and then like after like quite a while, finally she turned her attention to me and was like, "Oh, and and who's this? Is this your?" And before she could finish the sentence, I I interrupted. I go, "Partner? Yeah, we're partners." Oh, I rem. God, I remember that. <laughs> and, and she was like, oh, and she was like, took it in stride. Because like, because it's 2020 and it's a very like, and arguably yeah. believable thing. Like we, we are very close and we like. Well, we- to add more exposition to it, like her <laughs> own son was um, gender fluid. Oh, sure. And so she, and in this day and she age, yeah. people can come out. It could, it's not a surprise anymore. And and like you may not, and you may not come out. You may just like meet somebody's boyfriend yes. and be like, oh, okay. I, and you were so quick to respond with saying, <laughs> I, this is my partner. And you kept rolling with it. You guys had a dialogue. There was no space for me to fill in like, no, 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 no. I have a girlfriend. I'm not gay. And, and, but, but, and the best part was I never said that we were gay either. Uh-huh. All I said was like, oh, this is this is my partner. This yeah. is we're partners, which we are. Which we part- are. And like, but like, you knew exactly what I was saying. Yeah. She kind of thought, and like, I was the way she was up. looking Just, at us. I love. She like like had it calculated in her brain for a little bit, and she was like, it makes sense. The fact that the, people think it makes it, sense. She didn't even go. She's like, oh, good, good for you guys. You and, know what it what it is? Why it makes sense is because we're contrasting looking individuals for sure that people be we like make a cute couple odd couple we yeah. make a cute, cute couple and also couple. like i think even at one point too i had like we had like touched each other like we're, we're fairly like well because when you said when we're partners you put your hand over my oh, hand I, but even but even before then we had like joked and i'd like kind of like pushed you and yeah, like you yeah. know we're, we're we're comfortable we're comfortable with each other right and we're even as like straight men we're like we're fairly comfortable yes. with each other yes uh, like look our legs are wrapped around and you can't see in the camera that's off but our legs are intertwined with each other and uh-huh. we're not wearing pants uh, but that has nothing to do with our sexuality it's just how i like to sit um yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're, we've gone deep into our own very demeanors and physicality. But you know what? It's Valentine's Day, and I like feeling the heat of the warmth of your thighs on my thighs. It's great. That's those are very interesting body parts. To, to you know, I've I've been in a in a stuffed car with you, and I I can understand you saying like I kind of like the body warmth of your shoulders up against my shoulders, but thighs are very intimate areas. I don't think my thigh has ever been that close to your thigh. Currently, it is. It is not. <laughs> this is an audio medium. People will believe it. Um. Do you have a best person on set award, Christian? Oh, dude. Um, it's I essentially think, it's essentially pick your favorite character. It basically is. I think I'm gonna have to give it to Gary Marshall, though. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because there there's no way that I can choose one character and be I, like, ah, but this other person. How about the person that brought all of these actors together? Gary Marshall. That Marsh. was actually able to execute this film, saturated with a bunch of heavy hitters, and still make it work. Yeah. Yeah, Gary Marsh, man. How about you? Um, I would like to thank Stan Lee. No, I'm just kidding. I, I had to, I had to think hard. <laughs> I was gonna say, what? I was gonna say Stanley because more than half of the actors in this film are in a Marvel film. Oh my like, gosh! Jessica Alba was Sue Storm. Oh yeah, and the first Fantastic uh, Four. Bradley Cooper is Rocket. Yeah. Fucking Jamie Foxx is Electric Dude from Spider Man. Uh, Topher Grace is Venom. And Hathaway played Catwoman in the DC films. Uh, Taylor Lautner was a uh, lava boy. That's uh, not Marvel, dude. Well, some of them are Marvel. It's Robert Rodriguez, Anyways. which is crazy. The <laughs> Shark Boy and Lava Girl and Spy Kids is all same uh, universe. Same universe. Machete uh, 
is the, the uncle. Same universe. So that means that means <laughs> Desperado and all that shit. Same, same universe, universe, dude. Uh, my best person on set award is Bradley Coops. Ah, uh, why is that? Plays a long con. Great, great character. Well rounded. Mm-hmm. Awesome secret. That we, of all the secrets, because everyone's got a secret. Yes. He keeps it. The, he keeps the secret the best. I would say that was probably the biggest. That was the biggest twist. shock. That was the biggest shock to me. I thought her her being the mom because I thought Julie Roberts was going home to a husband and like you mm-hmm. know what I mean, uh, but no, her her ending up being the little boy's mom. That was a great twist, only to be followed up right by another great twist. I know. I mean, Gary Marshall saved it toward the end. Um, there is one thing I want to talk about before we do sign off is uh, Emma Roberts. Oh yeah, plot? Julie Roberts is uh, no niece. Emma Roberts. Yeah, Julie oh, Roberts niece. niece. Oh. That's right. Everyone's mm-hmm. fucking connected in this. <laughs> Even in real life. She's trying to have oh, sex for, for the, the first, first time, time with her boyfriend. And it is just a terrible shit storm because Alex, who is her boyfriend, um, somehow she gives him his, her house keys to her house. No, he gets it from the rock when he goes up to the, You see him pick it up oh, off the porch. Oh, okay, okay. That's what had happened. Okay. Again, everything is set up. Yeah. And so she he goes inside. He's like lighting candles, putting uh, flowers on the bed. Flo- it's very cute, and yeah. he has a fairly good physique too for a skinny, lanky man. I would like to be like that. <laughs> I like how he was doing push-ups before having sex. I constantly do push-ups. Before you constant sex. before sex? I do do push-ups before sex. You don't do push-ups during sex, like on the oh, girl's body. I haven't body? figured out a way yet. <laughs> I try. I keep fucking trying, though. I've done that during sex playfully. Especially like when I was fat, doing push-ups on your partner. Especially because it was just smashing them. That's gross. Like a... <laughs> oh, God, now I have that image in my head. I'm so sorry. But anyway, uh. yeah, he's booty-ass naked. He has a guitar to cover up his junk. And um, he is playing this terrible song. And guess who walks in? Mom. Not Emma Roberts, but Emma Roberts' mom. And she is very polite about what's going on. She doesn't scream at him to like leave immediately no she tries to play it cool but uh damn that's awkward super awkward have you ever been at like a girl's house and like their mom came home no 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 one time i was dating this girl and um actually i don't even want to give too much detail because i don't know if i'm supposed to tell the story uh don't just just don't say the name. Yeah, sure. But if I say any more detail, if I say like, "Oh, well, dating this girl in high school," you know exactly what it was. Then don't say in high school. Okay, well, so, now I know it's well, a night. <laughs> now I know it's a girl in okay, high school. Anyway, okay. So when I was dating Anna in high school, one time, <laughs> oh shit, I, I snuck out of class uh-huh. and she was homesick. So I snuck out of class and I skipped class to go spend you know time with her. Yeah. And so we we're at her house, and then her mom came home, and so like I ran <laughs> out the back door and was like hiding in the backyard for no reason because uh-huh. my car was parked in like the front, and even her mom was like, "Where's Alex?" And Anna was like. What? I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, his car's in the front. And I was like hopping the fence, like running oh away my for no reason. So did you get in trouble? Was it ever uh, brought no, back? No, but I do remember it, it was always really awkward later After on. After that. With, yeah, for no reason. When That's I risky just, business, Stupid, man. so stupid. Hey, when you're a young kid, you're dumb as shit. And Dude, uh, sometimes I don't, I didn't grow up. I will back that up. And when you're, you back that ass up, bro? Um, I got no ass to back up, bro. You have no ass. Uh, I thought you were going to defend it. Like, Christian, you have an ass. I mean, ass. you have an ass. Of course, everybody does, but it's... <laughs> you know what they say, though? The it's less concave. meat in the back, the more meat in the front. And people have said it's I thought they were going to say there's no the less, <laughs> the less meat in the back, the so... more meat in my rack. <laughs> that's what I thought you were going to say. Because sometimes that's how it works for girls. Um, you said concave. Um, someone did actually call my butt... Um, resemblant of that of an oh, empty cool. bowl of cereal, which is just a bowl. Very convex. <laughs> I have a great butt. I have a really good butt, actually. Yeah, you, have a, you have a nice, nice yeah. butt. No, I, I, uh, I got a good butt. And you wear tighter jeans. That's why. 
because I got a good butt. So it's all about the jeans that you wear. No, it's all about my butthole. <laughs> we got to log off. I, I'm Let's saying at this shit. point, dude. Happy Valentine's Day, Happy everybody. Valentine's Day, lovers. Um, kiss see you your later. lovers. What? Kiss, kiss your mothers? Kiss your mothers? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I get on the cheek. <laughs> <laughs>